You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Single Fathers Today. I'm your host, Mark Hill. This podcast is geared towards single fathers who have been awarded custody of their kids, going through a divorce process, and they're trying to figure out what do I need to do to move forward in life to be a better father for my kids and being a better man for myself. If you have any questions or comments related to the show, please send me an email at singlefatherstoday at gmail.com or uh, catch on the Twitter feed at singlefatherstoday. Uh, this is, um, I think it's a special time for a lot of the dads. It could be also a difficult time for some of the dads. Um, I had my last show and I had my daughters, uh, the last show that was aired, had my daughters, I had all three of them in the studio, um, which was a good time, uh, probably a little bit good time. You could probably tell the way I sounded a little bit, uh, but it was nice to have them there. It was a good feeling to have them there. Um, told some stories and some of them were funny stories, but some were the emotional stories of understanding what it's like, uh, from the, from the kid's perspective. So as I go from that and I kind of want to move into a different realm, um, this week or on this show, um, I was watching, um, a show on CNN and I do recommend the fathers to, um, if you get a chance to take a look at it, um, this is life with Lisa Ling. And this particular show talks about single dads. It aired a couple weeks ago, but I think you can still get it, uh, when they broadcast it again, or if you have on demand, you can pull it up on on demand. And my show talks a lot about the side of the dads who have custody of their kids. The joys, the pitfalls. Uh, I haven't done the recipe in a while, so hopefully you guys are hanging in there and not doing like my kids told me or, or snitching on me by saying that I was doing, uh, little Caesars to the nth degree. Uh, but this, when I watched this show, it, it took it things into a different perspective for me. Um, as fathers who have custody of, of their kids, we are in a, a group or in a, a circle that is reaping the rewards. We're reaping the experience and enjoying it and, rev- and uh, reveling in it. But there's another side. And the other side, because I'm quite sure for each one of you guys out there that has custody of your kids, I'm quite sure you know that there was a tipping point where it could have went another direction. Um. One of my stories without digging too deep is that there was things that were said about me that were completely false. But because I had a couple things that worked for me, one, I had a damn good attorney in my home state. Two, I had a damn good attorney 
in the other state that I had to go and fight my kids for off of some paperwork that was written up against me that was bogus. And I'm sure the fathers that don't have kids, don't have custody of their kids, they know about the BS that gets put together to make you guys look bad. So I had to fight in two states. I had two attorneys, damn good attorneys. So the next thing was a strong family um, support system. And being that I'm in one state, the majority of my family was in another state, and I had to get that support from them. So attorney in one state, attorney in another state, family in another state, and then the fourth one was a good support group of friends that knew me from work, knew me from outside of work, because being in a state where you don't have family, you need to have as much support group around you as possible. And they had to be honest and understanding of what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go. And they know who the real you are, the real person is. And the fifth one, and, and when I thought about this just now, I'm not putting it in any order, so um, I got to reshuffle that around. The fifth thing is a spiritual team. At my church that I was attending during this time, there was a quote-unquote mystery facts that showed up at my church with a whole bunch of negative stuff that was said about me. And I still have that copy to this day. And I took that copy and I posted it on the wall. And I had it up there for a while until the kids came in and said, Dad, what's that? And I took it down. But I took it and I folded it up in a piece of paper and I kept it in my wallet. And the things that was said about me, like one of my pastors has said, and you're talking about a senior pastor and four associate pastors, and all of them said at the same time, along with my friends, said, if we have to go to court to speak on your behalf, we will. I never had to go that far because they, you know, the legal system saw there was a lot of things that came out and it was like, you know what, I have this, I have this ammunition with me, but I don't need to use it just yet. And I never had to use it because the way things came out, because there were so many things that came in place. So the ministerial team for my church was key. The sixth thing was a positive attitude. And no matter how much crap they threw at me, I imagine myself being a bird flying over the clouds. And as I look down, the clouds are just turbulent, just a big stormy cloud. And as long as I stayed above it, nothing below me could hurt me. Now, I know that for some of those dads that don't have custody of their kids or they're going through that process and the women that or the person that you're involved with in a relationship has done some things to you, said some things to you. And I am not ignorant to the fact that in this day and age with the legal system, the way the legal system is, it's skewed against the dad. And my frustration that I see with the system and what I saw from watching this episode, like I said, Lisa Ling, CNN. Um, this is life with Lisa Ling, and it's the one about the fathers, uh, the fathers fighting for custody for their kids. And some of the things that I saw really frustrated me. One of them that I saw reminded me of my situation a little bit. 
And for those dads that are out there that are fighting for the custodies that don't have the things that I had or other dads that have custody of the kids, we as fathers that have custody of our kids, we have to find a way to support those guys. I know that there is, um, and I do not remember the name of the group, uh, the gentleman that was on the, on the show. I have to go back and watch it again. He has a bunch of YouTube videos out there and I really want to reach out and, and make contact with him. Um, probably in the coming weeks, I'm going to do another show after this one. So I do two shows, um, in one sitting at the studio, but so it won't be in this week's episode that are coming up, but the ones after I should have some information or the Twitter page. Um, Try to reach out to them. And I think the guys, I really believe that for us who have custody of our kids, we need to reach out to those guys and not, you know, you can sit there and say, Hey, I support you. I'm willing to be here for you. I'm willing to be a sounding board for you. I'm willing to give you uh, whatever type of things you need. I think what we need to do is say, look, <coughs> excuse me. I think what we need to do is say, look, you're going through this process. If you're in my home state or better yet, if you're in my home state and county and you're going through this process, okay, guys, here's what you need to do. This is the attorney you need to talk to. This is what you need to do. Here's the steps that I went through to achieve that goal. And if those guys are saying, look, I'm doing all I can to have custody of my kids, or even if they're saying, you know what, I can't have custody of my kids, but I want more parental time with my kids. We got to be able to figure out a way to band together to give them that. Because how can a gentleman or a dad go between seeing your kids seven days a week, you go to work, you come home, you're spending time with your kids, you're doing things with your kids. You know, for me, I have three girls. Okay. I mentioned it before about the guy code episode about past history, but irregardless, I have three daughters. Those daughters are my life. Yes, they're young ladies. They're going through college. They're, you know, two are going to graduate soon. Uh, Another one is, uh, you know, finishing up a second year, but they're my life. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them. And you have dads that are gone. They're going from being able to have, their kids with them all the time to one day a week, every other weekend, and two weeks in the summer. Think about that for a minute. Seeing them every single day to every Wednesday and every other weekend, two weeks in the summer. I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it. But yet we have guys out, fathers out there that are doing it. And the women, and I'm not bashing women, I'm not bashing them at all. But you do have some that are out there that have that same mentality that goes back to the 60s, the 70s, when you had the deadbeat dads where um, the dads were there, but then they figured out, you know what? I can do whatever the heck I want to do. And they bailed on the family to go run with this woman or with that woman. Or when you had in the seventies, when the government stepped in and said, we will support you women, but you can't have a man in the home. 
Yes, I know I touched it a little bit, and I know some guys are going to say preach. But, again, when you have some of these some of these fathers in the situation where I want to be in my kid's life, but the way that the system is right now, the legal system, they say in front of the cameras, we want the fathers in the kids' lives. We want this. We don't want to be able to be a ward of those kids. We don't want to have the kids. We don't want to be able to, to spend money on these kids for um, the WIC card, um, food stamps, housing, all these other things that the women are saying, well, I need this because this man isn't here. He's a deadbeat dad or whatever. He did X, Y, Z, A, B, C. It takes two to tango. And for a woman to sit there and say that this man, he physically and emotionally abused me. Well, what the hell did you do on the other side? And yes, the episode got me a little frustrated when I saw it because I saw situations of me. And some of it was from the situation that was going on at the time with my ex. Some of it was with her family and some of the things that they said, some of the things that they did. And I don't think I'm saying too much because my divorce is legal record. So I don't have to sit here and say I'm making this stuff up. It's very simple. They can pull up the legal paperwork from my home state and say, okay, here's the number. What was done during this process? And it's all laid out right there. So my frustration is you have these, you have these fathers that want to step up, that want to do the right thing, that want to be there in their kids' lives, and they're prevented from doing so. And so for us as fathers who have custody of our kids, who went that extra mile, who fought for it, regardless of what the situation might have been at the time, we have custody of our kids. We're here. We have them. Now you have these dads that are fighting for this. We have to be able to support them and give them the tools, the information, the things that need to be done to be able to spend more time in our children's lives. As I said earlier in the show, I don't know what I would be, where I would be right now if I didn't have that opportunity to spend more lives, more time in my kids' lives. I don't know where my daughters would be. And if you heard the show where my daughters were speaking and my oldest one, and I, you know, if you guys, if I would have had a video of, what was transpiring in the studio that day? Um, first off, you guys would have said, oh, yeah, he's feeling pretty good. What the hell's in that cup he has? But on the other side, to see the expression on my oldest daughter's face, and she's telling me things that I had never knew, had never known before. And that really kind of threw me for a loop. So if you, hear some young ladies in their 20s talking about what happened 10 years ago when I was awarded custody of my kids. And then you can take that snapshot and say, okay, here's a dad who's going through a divorce process with their kids 
And they're fighting the battle of their lives because of what the mother is saying, regardless if it's true or not. What are the kids going through? And that was the purpose. That was the intended purpose of the show, but it kind of, it kind of got off the rails a little bit. But the thing is, I, 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 for me, in my mind, I cannot comprehend how a legal system who advocates on TV on a regular basis, fathers need to be in their kids' lives. But yet, when the relationship between you and your spouse or you and your partner dissolve to a certain point where it doesn't work out, now I'm going from being able to see my kids seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Now I'm regulated to go in to see my kids every Wednesday for about one to two hours, a time to sit down and have a meal. And then every other weekend. Alternate holidays, two weeks in the summer. And then if I want to call my kid, I have to work it out with the with the the other parent. Maybe she'll let me talk to him, maybe she won't. How fair is that? It's not. So what I want to recommend to you guys out there who have custody of their kids. Be able to definitely watch that show. I'm doing some research on my own as well, and um, I want to have some more information um, probably in the coming weeks. Like I said, um, I do two shows when I'm sitting in the studio, so I know my next show is not even going to talk about something completely different, but um, it won't be... This week, that uh, the week of Christmas, it'll probably be the week after when we go into 2019. I'll have some more information for you guys and want to be able to reach out for that uh, to have some more information on that. But what I want to say is for the dads that have custody, we got to reach out to these guys because there were some sad things that I saw on, on when I was watching this show. And one of them was uh, being a military vet. I saw a guy who was a military vet, went to Afghanistan, came back, and not to get into the the vet part too deep, but when you're a veteran and you go off to war, you see things that's unnatural. You see things that the person is not supposed to see, especially in this day and age. So you have these guys that are coming back and they're deploying constantly, especially when you're doing a deployment to Iraq, deployment to Afghanistan, deployment to Iraq, deployment that it just goes back and forth. And then they'll throw in a Korea and then they'll say, okay, we'll give you a nice break. We'll send you to Europe. But you have these guys that are doing all this traveling back and forth and it, and back home, it causes a strain on the family with the wife. Well, in this one particular service member's case, the wife up and left. This man lived for his kids. He served his country, lived for his kids, and lost custody of his kids. It was so bad that he couldn't even, he hadn't even seen his kids. It got so bad that his kids didn't even want to see him. So it becomes an issue of what is the ex and the ex's family saying about him? Those are the guys we need to reach out to. Because there's guys that will actually take themselves out and commit suicide because they can't see their kids. 
And that's why I said, when you guys see this episode, again, I, I'll say it one last time. Um, CNN, this is life with Lisa Ling, and it's talking about single dads. And these are dads that are fighting for their cut. And it opened my eyes to something completely different because I was thankful for being able to have custody of my kids because of the situation at the time. And the, and the majority of my audience, you are the same guys that have custody of their kids. And we have to be able to figure this out and be able to reach out to these guys. And for the, for the female listeners that are out there listening, if you want to have a good relationship for the father of your children, you guys got to be able to work some of this stuff out because there is nothing harder on a father from what I've seen from that show of not being around their kids. I experienced it on a temporary uh, basis when I went at least, let me see, uh, uh, six weeks without seeing my kids because my kids were in a totally different state. And I had to fight to be able to see my kids. So um, as I go to wrap this one up, because I am a little bit over uh, my normal time I, as my timer just went off. Um, and what I want to let you guys know. Oh, wait a minute. Let me back up. My normal engineer is not here. I want to wish him a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I have a new engineer here. Very nice. Beautiful. Smiley. Say hello. Oh, she has hit the button. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't have my mic on, but thank well, you for the well wishes. Well, see, you know, Ryan should have told her, but that's all right. We'll put Ryan on blast later. But I have her here, and um, it's her first time, my first time working with her. Perfect. Wonderful. I, I'm going to have to try to figure out how to weasel her into our, you know, Ryan and my little, um, our little, um, little shots before the show. So she's running two shows, so she's pulling double duty today. So I want to say thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting me for some shots. We'll have to do double for oh, we got shows. That's right. I got another show. Yeah. That's right. You know what? I left her out of my first one. I'm I'm slipping. I'm slipping, guys. So as we go to wrap this one up, I definitely want to, again, I want to reiterate to those single dads that are out there, you guys, reach out to me. If you don't want to put it on Twitter, send me an email. Just say, hey, Mark, you're doing a great job, whatever. Um we got to reach out to these fathers out there that are in a in a bad situation because a lot of those guys, despite what's been said about them, the main thing from what I got from that show is they want to be in their kids' lives. It took two people to make those kids. And I really do believe that it is unfair if one gets them and the other one has sparing time, you know, very little time with them. The the laws that are in place for these guys right now is based off of stuff that was done in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Again, it was done in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm in a situation where I'm getting back into coordinating in, in a relationship with my father, but there were some things that was done when my mother and father went through the divorce that was really messed up. And as I look at that show and did some research, those same laws that was applied back in the 70s are still being used today and they got to change. So my thing is 
for the dads that are out there that have custody of their kids and for the new dads that are coming in and are fight for custody, my pledge to you is in 2019, I'm going to figure out how to use my platform to fight for you guys. So you can have more time with your kids. You may not have full custody, but at least you got to have more than just every Wednesday, every other weekend, two weeks in the summer and alternate holidays because that's just messed up. I would say another word, but I'm trying to keep it gentle. So as we wrap up this show, I'm going to take a little break. I have something a little bit different coming for the next show. And again, this is Mark Hill. Uh, you can send me an email at singlefatherstoday at gmail.com or send me a message at singlefatherstoday on the Twitter feed. So I'm wishing you guys well and keep fighting.